What's up, everybody? Happy Monday. Hope your weekend was blessed. We're going to 4th of July weekend. We thank you all for viewing our show. We're on episode 5 yes. of The Real Word. It's me, Ricard Gina Well. With it's, your, it's your boy, Pastor Santa Camos. It's a pleasure to be around you guys one more time again. We want to let you guys know that we want your thoughts in regards to whatever you guys want to ask us and everything like that. So, um, whatever, whatever's on your mind that you want to talk about, we could definitely talk about at this time. I see we have one person who's watching, so we definitely want to see you in the bottom so we could talk to you. What's good? Uh, this must be your homegirl. Charmaine. Thanks okay, okay, me. okay. What's good? What's good? How you doing? Um, your boy Leonard. What's good, my man? Is there any questions? Any, any questions that you, you guys want to ask us so we can continue this discussion? And make this thing happen and everything like that. Come on now. Hi to you too. Okay. Before we start, I would just like to say thank you to everybody that's been donating to the cause. Yeah. Thus far, we've been able to gather up $500. We've been able to raise $500 yeah. so far for our diaper drive that's going down August 15th. We thank you all for your contribution. We thank yes. you all for all the love that you've been showing and all your support. And we just ask you to continue showing some love and support. And we thank you. Um, we thank you for continue watching the show and we oh, thank you for did? always supporting us and shouting out and sharing these videos and watching these videos and we thank you for all your continued support like this all started off as just a thought and we're at the fifth episode end so we're going to try to stay consistent so that we can continue delivering the word to you guys and our thoughts of everyday life and shout to everyone that's watching right now and everybody that's been watching Definitely, definitely. Like I said, the goal is to get about 30,000 boxes of diapers, 220 in each and every um, one of those boxes from size one through six. We want to give out to the mothers in the foreman shelters, the family shelters, the homeless shelters, the projects in the community, because we, um, who represent the real word show, want to show that the word is real. It's about showing love. It's about showing action. It's about supporting, building, showing the love of Christ through action because love is action. It's not a noun, but it's a verb. I never knew you came, you came only from Antigua. Wow, you definitely know people in high places. Is there any questions, any comments that you guys would love to talk about today? Anything on your mind today that you guys want to talk about? Where you at? Come on now, talk to us. <laughs> okay. All right, um, so I guess we can start about, today's a Monday. Um, I guess we could talk about the NRA. The NRA usually, um, recently put out an ad wow. in regards to gun control, and they're basically making it seem like there's anarchy going on, like there's a war, I guess, against those that support guns and those that do not support guns. Mm. But the ad seemed more like, I guess some people were saying that it's just trying to start a race war, in a sense. Oh, what's the good, family? I see that you're online. Salute to you, my man. When you gonna come to the show, man? Stop fronting. Go ahead, <laughs> go my bad, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, the the ironic thing about that is the NRA, they don't really... All right, how often have you seen black NRA members, you know? They always talk about gun control and guns and this and that, but majority of Americans that own guns in America are not of color, and I feel like it's a disproportionate amount. Even so, like, thank, thank you, you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Like, most recently, I was reading this story. It's about, they said the first male millionaire on, on, on Wall Street was a black man. He was actually from Haiti. I forget his name. I can't remember his name. But they're going to make a movie on him. Um, his last name is Hamilton. His first name, I don't remember his first name. Mm -hmm. But they said during that era, he told he went toe to toe with the likes of Churchill, with Churchill and Carnegie and the other people during that time. And one of the things that he was most famous for is during that time there was something called the draft riots, where they were drafting people for the civil war that was going on mm. in America, the North versus the South during that time. New York got most of their profits from down south because New York was mostly a harbor town where they made money on the docks and the harbors and imports such as cotton during that time. And you know, cotton predominantly came from the south. Mm. So like, New York was a freed city 
So a lot of slaves from down south would come up to New York to make money. Other people didn't necessarily like that because they felt like they had to compete with the blacks for jobs and they felt like the blacks were second class citizens and they weren't equal to themselves. So when the draft came along, blacks at that time, they wasn't considered to be citizens so they couldn't get drafted. But the whites that were working by the harbor, they felt like that was even more unfair because not only were they losing their jobs, it was a chance that they might get drafted. Mm. So they started a riot in Manhattan. So he started burning down buildings, killing people. They said a total of 200 people were killed, but some people estimated at 2,000. The first black-owned pharmacy was burned down in Manhattan. And they said a dis disproportionate amount of blacks left Manhattan. They said by the end of the of the draft riots, the black population in Manhattan dropped to 60%. So I was thinking, like, that explains why there's not that many blacks living in Manhattan. <laughs> I don't know if you also know too, bro. Um, there's also there was also during back in the day, blacks used to live in Central Park. Yeah, I you know heard. what I'm saying. They used to live in nah. Central Park in the park, but you know they 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 they, they, they kicked them out. Yeah, they took some of their land and made it a park. Yeah. And not only that, I heard on Wall Street was actual wall that yeah. separated the two people. That's true. From it, so it's it's crazy how when you learn history, you see why the world is the way it is the way it is like even now in brooklyn like i found out recently that bedstuy because you know bedstuy bedstuy do or die like that name to take away from that rhetoric and the history of that they changed the name of bedstuy to stuyvesant heights now, did? yeah so they could market it parts of bedstuy is known as stuyvesant heights now so they wow. can market it more to i guess other people so miss charmaine said please pray for our young adventist youth in Antigua, we are getting ready to have an island-wide youth crusade. Pray for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Like, it's always good for youths to have crusaded, for youths to pray together, yes. and for youths to come together. Like, a lot of times, I guess, when they say youth crusades, like, people feel like youths can't do such, like, a movement on their own, but mm -hmm. there's a lot of power in the youth. Like, there's a lot of skill, a lot of talent amongst the youth. Like, I mm -hmm. see a lot... Youth, they could preach, they could play piano, they could yep. sing, they could play drums and other instruments. Like, these guys have a lot of talents. Like, we have a lot of photographers in the SDA community, a lot of video camera people. We have mm. a lot of people that play piano and other instruments, a lot of people that sing. It's just mm. that sometimes I see that a lot of young Christians in church, they get discouraged by the older folks because they feel like the older folks are talking about what are they wearing and how yeah. they're acting versus to what are they contributing to the church. That's true. It's like they focused on the wrong things. That's true. And like, especially like from my community and from my race, like Haitians, they like to talk, especially older Haitians. Like, they like to talk, like, you know, they like to talk bad about people sometimes. They just like to throw shade. I don't know why. So like, they'll throw shade at somebody's other kid because they got a problem with the moms or with mm. the dad or whatever it might be. And then like, the youth might take it personal and they just don't show up to church no more. They're like, you know what, I'm not coming to this church no more. I ain't got time for this. Or they're like, oh, that person's up there singing, but their skirt is too short. But that person's up there singing, but they got a chain on. Like, I remember you were singing. I, def I definitely rock that. <laughs> you say that something. I definitely rock a chain. <laughs> you say something about how somebody was was singing. Yeah. They were singing. At the church, your mom called and said... My mom called me and she said that basically because they had a chain and they had earrings. I didn't see the big deal. What matters is that the person is in church. That's all that matters and everything like that. Yeah, and the same thing happened at my church. I remember some girl seeing everybody was looking. It was pointing at the chain. And it was like, oh, this person have a chain on. And I'm like, wow. What? Yeah. But I wanted to encourage my sister to let you know that we did our first evangelistic series when I was 18 years old. Um... Me and 15, 15 young people, um, we did a crusade right by, um, what's that precinct? You know that precinct? Right by Gethsemane, right over there and everything yeah, like that. Yeah, I know that. what you're talking about. And the name of it. we basically, we rented um, the spot for over two weeks. We got about, um, from the Greater New York Conference, about $7,000. From Northeastern Conference, we got about $3,000. Um, the adults were supervising us. Mind you, probably before doing that, we used to do revivals. We used to do um, AYs. 
Um, now you're not the only person. We got a lot of people who's joining in as well too. But salute to you because you're talking to me. Like I said, shout out to Freddie Peters. Shout out to my wife. Yes, that just salute, signed salute, on. Salute, salute to your wife. Yeah. Shout out to Stephanie. I see you. Yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. else is watching. If, if there's any questions, you know, any comments you guys want to talk about, definitely. So basically, we used to do a lot of a lot of um, revivals and churches. We used to do a lot of AYs. Do a lot of seminars. Um, we used to do a lot of things to help churches and everything like that. So we decided we was going to do our first youth crusade. And when we did our first youth crusade, we got five thousand dollars from Greater New York Conference. We got about three thousand from Northeastern, and we we, we we bought trailers. We bought a two, we bought two trailers. Mind you, was eighteen. We bought a big tent. We had like over a thousand people coming out. Um, we also had the mics, the sound, music, all that. And in two weeks, we baptized over twenty-five people into the church. We also did a subway series too for about four weeks as well too. Going to the subway, um, we would go to every track. You know, you live in you know during during that day in Brooklyn. You know, if you know people would get like if you praying with people, you would get knocked out if you closing your eyes. Why? So, <laughs> Wait, why? Why? Explain that. No, well the thing is that like I heard stories like in, in Brooklyn, like like you know like in the nineties, early two thousands. People getting knocked up with people, you know, for praying for them, but but their eyes being closed. Wow. So you know they would tell us if you're praying with people, you pray with your eyes open. You feel me? Because you never know. You know people. You know how people in New York is. You know what I'm saying? We, we, you know people are crazy out here. You feel me? Wow. So the thing is that, but it was wonderful. The thing is that we would go into the trains. Somebody would go from Utica to like 42nd. Somebody would go from U, um, Franklin to New Lots and everything like that. And we would go to every track. It would be like four of us. We'd be like, I'd be like, hello, good afternoon. My name is such and such. Um, I'm part of YPC Ministries. And we would have somebody give a, a, a quick word of prayer, a song, thank you for the love, thank you for the love, and a word. And after that, we'd have people who would sign up if they want prayer, if they would want, um, if they would want prayer, if they would want Bible study, mm. and and um. And they keep in touch, and people were very receptive. We got over like a thousand names. We gave those names to the conference. I don't know what the conference did with that, but I'm just telling you all of this to motivate you um, to go for the work of the Lord. It don't matter how young you are. If you have a vision, if you have a goal in mind, do it. Like I said, we just collected $500. We about to get this six to $7,000. We're gonna give out 30,000 boxes of Pampers to mothers in the community. We need y'all donations. We about to make this happen first time ever. We're gonna hit up all the boroughs and fortunately we would definitely do naturally and everything like that. So go for your dreams. Somebody asked a question, so sorry, go ahead. Okay, um, could you Sister Charmaine said, could you talk about your Christian work as a black man, mm. as black men? Okay, I feel like as a black man in today's world, it's hard to be a Christian. Yeah. Most likely because there's a lot of distractions. Yep. Um, you know, the regular money, women, drugs, <laughs> alcohol, you know, the Facts. fast life, you know? Facts. And it's being promoted. The fast life is being promoted. As in, like, even in music and TV and the media, everything, they say live, live fast, die young, you know? Party, yeah. party, party, everything's a party. Molly Percocet. Molly Percocet, you know, he's like, they're like, they're like, like, get drunk, party, 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 get wasted, white boy wasted, have sex with as much girls as you want, Damn. get money fast, sell drugs, you know, that's the cool thing to do, but we all know that where that life takes us, like today I was talking to a man, he said from the age of 17 to the age of 35, mm. he was selling drugs, but he spent at least 15 years out of his life in jail, and now for selling drugs and for parole violations. Mm. He said that, that there was times when he had $20,000 cash in his pocket and people offered to sell him a brownstone in Harlem for $15,000 cash. He did not buy it because he was too caught up in living fast, going to Miami, spending on girls and living like from hand to hand, like hand to mouth. And he was saying that same brownstone that he could have bought for fifteen thousand is now worth two point five million dollars right now. Mm. If he was living his life the right way, if he wasn't selling drugs and doing drugs and being caught up in his mess, he, his his spirit would have been clean and his mind would have been clean. So wow. he would have been able to do the right things. You yep. understand? Yeah. Like like me myself, like I used to be caught up in that. Like I used to party, I used to drink, I used to pop bottles, thinking that it was cool. 
Like I thought that life was cool. And, and when you live in that life, you get notoriety. But the same people that's like shouting you up, like, yo, what's good, what's good, what's good? They're the same people that's like, look at this dude being a nigga, you know? Mm-hmm. It's because like, that's the false narrative that they sell us. But if we yeah. look at the other racists and other people, that's not what they're doing with their money. Like, they're, they're showing each other how to save money and and like basically build generational wealth. Like, mm. like even Jay-Z, he dropped the album the other day, 444, and on the album, he said that, like, look at what the Jews did. Look at how they keeping money. Like, they know the importance of credit. They yeah. know, like, the importance of living healthy in the spirituality. He said even that spiritual life, I told my wife, like, is very important. He said, I had to, it took me to making twins to believe in miracles. Mm. It's like, us, like, I was speaking to somebody today. I told them, the reason everybody believes in a God, whoever told you that they don't believe in a God is a liar. The only reason why people don't want to acknowledge that they believe in a God is because they know once they full-heartedly believe yeah. in God and take God in and they see how a person is supposed to live, then they'll be charged with an accountability. That's right. And because of that accountability, they rather ignore that so that they could live in the world and enjoy the things of the world. That's right. But Kevin Gates said this the best. He said, ignorance of the law is no excuse. Just because you're saying that you don't believe in God and his rules doesn't mean that you will not be judged by them. That's true. That's true. I, I just wanted to add on something what you're saying. The thing is that being young, being a black Christian man is never an easy thing at all. Um, coming, you know, Both of us coming from the streets hasn't been easy. But I can speak from my perspective. Ever since I gave my life to God, um, at first, I did get cracked on in my block. I did get picked on. Because they, they, they used to call me Mace. They said, you're about to, about to be like Mace, you're about, to, you're about to go back and forth. But like I said, once they saw consistency, once they saw that I wasn't judging them, once they saw I wasn't you know, talking down on them, and they saw that all I was about community service, the people in my block, the people in my neighborhood have been very supportive. I'm talking about the OGs, the big homies, the Crips, the Bloods, like the love has been real. Um, I think it's very important that we need more black men to represent Christ, more black men to represent the gospel, going out there and really representing the kingdom of God, being fathers, being husbands, being community leaders, creating businesses, um, you know, and, and just inspiring and motivating people just to be being better because we need that because the images of the negativity of the black man is out there. They're killing black people for no apparent reason and um i think it's a it's a it's 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 a it's a, it's a bad and a terrible thing and we as christian men we need to step up and really show the gospel really speak against injustice and really speak against racism and white supremacy and the new jim and the new jim and the new jim crow um we just i'll go see, ahead and say that sorry i told to cut you off no you're good you're good bro we're flowing we're flowing baby i feel like a lot of church leaders are soft the facts. I, feel like that I say that because a lot of the real, I feel like because of the real issues that we deal with every day, they don't want to deal with them. Like they don't mm. talk about the real issues. They don't try to respond to the real issues. They don't try to like try to deal with them. You know, they, they almost ignore it. Like they live inside of this little bubble. Like yeah. they don't want to, they don't want to tell the truth. And like TDJ said it the best. He said that most Christians will never be helped with their issues. They'll never be saved because they don't acknowledge their problems. They come to church and they act like they're perfect. So you, it's like going to the doctor and you're sick on the inside. When a doctor asks you what's wrong, you be like, oh, I'm fine. Yeah. A lot of people go to church like that. They know they need the help. They know they're dealing with issues. But when they come to church, she they act like they're fine. She said, she said, Adventist, you feel on the island, have to try hard to remain faithful. There's so much distractions there like drugs, gangs and all of it's over it's also the same things over here in New York. That's why we need strong leaders. Like my man said, there's a lot of leaders unfortunately they are soft. They want to be politicians. They want to meet quotas. But we live in a real world out here. People are really going through some real life situations and we need to really be about this thing for real, for real. like 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 we're on it and everything like that. Go continue. I'm so sorry bro. I feel like they don't wanna talk about certain things because they're there to promote a certain agenda. That's true. Say, for example, true. you're a pastor, you're working underneath a conference, you're working for a certain thing, you're going to try to keep Shots. your job. You don't want to you, you don't want to talk about the real stuff. You're, you're there to spoon, speed food, spoon feed the people, like spoon feed them, and then you go home and you pick up your check. It's almost like that. It's like if mm -hmm. I go to work, I just kill time, say a couple things, and I clock out, I go home, I still get paid. 
It's almost like you there, but, but you're taking a sick day because the people leave the church without being healed. Mm. So it's like, it's the same thing. It's almost like the Bible's a big book. Why do they preach about the same sermons over and over and over and over and over again? Mm. And when they speak about it, they never really talk about the real things that would relate to the average person. Mm. And it's parts of the Bible that never gets touched in church. Like, why doesn't any pastor ever preach on the Apocrypha? Why? Why? Why don't they ever speak about Jubilee? Why did they never spoke about the the lower scribes? They never talk about like real things that that people could pull to to understand why is the world the way it is today. Like they mm -hmm. never talk about the real things. That's true. They're they're protecting their rhetoric and like basically like their pockets. Like I feel like That's it's true. almost like it's almost like when someone's in church, right? Mm. And you in a committee and you sitting in a circle in a committee and one person could be telling the truth and everybody else know that they, this person's telling the truth and the one person that's telling the lie. But the person that's telling the lie, if their position supersedes the person that's telling the truth, nah. all the people that knows that the person that's telling the lie in the higher position, they don't say nothing. Mm. They, they just sit around the table and they look at each other. They like, why? Like, I don't want to get involved. Well, that person has a higher position than me. Mm. I'm not trying to lose my position. Wow. But what's good if your, what, what good is your position if that church ends up breaking? Then what? Then there's no position to defend or fight over. It's true. Because a lot of us, we forget the reason why we came here. It's like the best way to compare Christian life is to a marriage. Say, for example, you live in a house with a woman. Mm. You have a kid by the woman. Mm. But you're not married to her on paper. You haven't proclaimed your love or accepted her as your wife in public. You haven't declared that that's your wife. That lady is not your wife. The same way as people are Christian. You could go to church. You could wear fancy suits and go to church every single week. But is Christ in your heart? Are you living the life of Christ? Are you doing as if Christ did? Are you living that life? Have you proclaimed Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Have you done that? Mm. If you haven't done that, then you're not a Christian. You're just a person that's claiming to be Christian, but you're not Christian in that's your true, heart. That's true. And I feel like there's too much of that. Like we focus too much on the things that's not important and the things that are important, they get overlooked. That's true. And the youth see that. It's like it's like what that thought said. Like the youth, they see what's real and they see what's not real. That's why a lot of youth, they give up on church. They give up on church. And when the youth really, really needs help, there's no elder, there's no older person that they could go to. You know why? Because they're scared that a week or two later, the elder would be on the stage throwing shots at them, saying the same things that they said to help, that they was asking help about. That's true. Or like they'll go back and they'll tell somebody else and then it'll come back to them. Like and that's what occurs. Like it'd be a lot of it'd be a lot of people in church suffering, bro. It'd be like girls who's suffering from sexual abuse at their house. It'd be dudes that's suffering from depression, women that's suffering from depression, people that's suffering from real things that they have no one to turn to, and they wow. can't even go to church to talk to people about these issues. But but that's supposed to be the place. That's supposed to be the place where people should get their details. That's supposed to be the place where people can keep it should be able to keep it real and feel comfortable and be able to be counseled and comforted and and touched man we, we, we people need to be really need to leaders need to be really leaders need to be really accountable for 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 the actions man because people are really going through it and everything like that she says um enjoy what's left of your evening god bless you both i see you are a great man of god even future pastor she called your future pastor man what you guys think you think my man could be a great preacher pastor? What you think? My man yeah. needs to stop playing games, man. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I don't want to be boxed in. You understand? I feel, I feel respect that. Like, I don't want to just be a pastor. I want to speak to the whole entire world. I feel like politics and religion divides people. And if I stick to one religion, I won't be able to touch the world. You understand? Mm -hmm. The same way that an SDA person is telling their congregation every day that they're going to go to heaven is the same way that a Catholic is telling their congregation every week that they're going to go to heaven. Same way that sure. a Baptist is telling their people every day they're going to go to heaven. Same way that a Protestant, a Methodist, all these people telling us, just telling their people that they're going to go to heaven every single day. Mm. And some of them live cleaner lives than us SDA events. Some, some of them live cleaner. Some of them stick to the Sabbath more than we do. Like, look at the Jews. Like, even though, like, you know, they might have, you know, took that but at the same time they keep it more than we do so that's we true. gotta respect it you understand that's real that's real like you can't get mad at someone taking something that you wasn't using in the first place you can't you can't that's real so at the end of the day I feel like if I could use my voice to speak to the world and not just one group of people then I'll do that because there's some people that will never ever step in the church they'll never step in the church and I'll be hearing bad things about 
churches sometimes because sometimes people get greedy. They steal church money. Sometimes people are sleeping. They sleeping with people in the church and they're doing all kind of things. I said, I hope you guys come and minister. Definitely, would definitely like to come up and minister. Definitely. Yeah. So like, uh, opportunity presents itself. So like, Ooh, Antigua. Wow. They sleeping with like women in the church and they protecting themselves. They protecting their own agendas and rhetorics. It's like, and then that gets corrupt. And then when you call them out on it, people hate you because some of these people like they be having people in their pockets. Like they be buying members. <laughs> That's real. That's real. That's real. I wanted to ask you guys thoughts on Trump. Share thoughts about Trump, man. Yo, Trump is, is reckless out here, man. And I see a lot of our people are quiet, man. You know, there's a lot of ignorance, there's a lot of stupidity. There's a lot of things that are being said that are not Christ like. There's a lot of bullying. What's your thoughts? What's your thoughts? Talk to me. What's your thoughts, man? Like, we, we, we as a church, we got to speak against. Against ignorance, against stupidity, we gotta speak about love. We gotta show love. We gotta show the light of God. I mean, this thing is getting out of hand. It's like they want his behavior to change, but he's not gonna change. Let I mean, me ask you a question, brother but, Sanders. I'll ask you an honest question. Well, I don't. Whenever you've seen a negative thing was occurring within politics or on the news or with a president or with a world leader, whenever have you seen? People of your church stand up and say something or do something. Never, I don't see. No, no, I don't see. Okay. Don't see that. When black men were being killed in the streets, right, and even in the state of New York, a few black men were killed at the hand of policemen. How much people? How many religious leaders did you see step up? Not a lot. Only a few. Just a few, man. Maybe like a three, four. That's girl. How much of them from from our church you saw stand up? Bro, maybe two. I remember one time I went to a, um, this is when, um, what's this guy name again? When Eric Gardner, it was just two, two Adventists that was walking, man, from the city, um, going, going from 14th Street to Harlem. It wasn't as much, no, it was a few, man, it's a few. And why do you think that is? Because we are afraid to talk about the real issues. We are afraid. I feel like we're afraid. We're afraid, man. So but it's easy for them to gossip about each other. <laughs> <laughs> man, take your shots. She said, she said, she said, Trump is affecting us down here. Lots of people are being deported. They have no connection. Here, most of us children and lean to be... Yeah, you know what's so crazy? I want to add what you're saying, right? Yeah. You know, when... Trump said he was going to be kicking out people. Oh, wait to come in? Want to come in? You can come in. You can come in, man. Let no, me, no, let no. Let me, let me, let me Because he's looking. Yeah, I know him. I know him. You, you know him? Yeah. From where? That's Leonard who was just on the show. Who was just watching. Who's Leonard? Leonard, that was a viewer. He was watching the show? Yeah. We're live, bro. Oh, forget, forget, forget. Yeah, 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 yeah. So basically, um... Oh, forget my, my thought. Yeah, so basically, um, he said he's going to only kick out criminals and everything, right? Criminals so, have always been deported. Exactly, which is understandable. So the thing is that he lied with that part. Like, if you didn't have your citizenship... Or the TPS visa. Or your TPS, like, you would get kicked out. I would remember, like, I'm not going to name people who, who, who did this. Um, she said, you're live. I understand. Um, I remember people um, who would do this, like, you know, good Christians. And I'm not going to put their names out there. That would just take people from Florida and house them, like 10, 15 people, to go to Canada. You know what I'm saying? Because my man Trump would really take ice. It would be all about ice. It's it's ridiculous out here, man. People are really going through it, man. Real talk. But to be honest, she, she said there's no jobs for them there. Oh man, I'm there's sorry no jobs for, that. for them here. Yeah. From from what I know, majority of the island countries, their biggest form of income comes from tourism. Wow. Where people come from like islands and everything else. I have a homeboy, he's from Antigua, shout out to Antigua. Okay. And he tells me the same thing. Like if you're not working in the hotels or the resorts or or anything like that or by the ships or by the boats, there's not really much jobs. But I feel like it's easier to live on the islands, like you know, like it's cheaper than here. It's really hard for them to adjust. Yeah, it's hard for them to adjust because they came from America and they got deported. Majority of them that got deported because they was doing the wrong thing, you know? I came to America as an immigrant. I came at the age of two. 
I've been in America ever since. I stayed in school. I graduated. I graduated from college. I got a job, you know, kept my head down. And one thing they always remind us as Haitians, they always say, this is not your country. They always tell you it's not your country, so don't act up because they can send you back at any time. That's true. It'd be a lot of people like Haitians, Jamaicans, different people. They come to America. They start trouble. They think, oh, me a real bad man. If I do this, like, no, it's, it's not your country, bro. Like, chill out. Be easy. Like, they don't want us here in the first place, so you might as well chill out and just make the country a better place. I honestly feel like if you come to a different country and you start and you start trouble, like you gotta go back home. It's the same thing like if you come to my house and you start trouble with my crib, I'm gonna put you out. Like that's just what it is. If you come into America and you're a good citizen and you're working hard and you and you're a good member of your community and you got a job and you're doing something good, then I believe that you should stay. But if you just here like and you just causing trouble, then you should go home. No, I agree. But, but how you feel about people who who, who are they're being deported? For no reason, man. Like you know, like I don't, I don't think they're being deported for no reason. It's either you're here legally or illegally. That's true. If you're here illegally, that's true. And your visa's up, you gotta go. You, like that's just what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> like so, so guys, get your visas, become citizens ASAP, boy. Or do what the Haitians did back in the days: find a citizen and marry them. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> there people would be still doing that. Wow, wow, wow. I was educated in America as well, but I decided to return home. I live in Jackson. I, I used to live in Jacksonville, Florida. So, so is Antigua like its own country or is, is America? Own no, country? no, Antigua is their own country. I think they have British roots. If I'm okay, if I'm okay, correct. okay. I'm not too sure. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, but they're like an island. Mm. My man, those people. My man is well renowned. Man, he knows people from Antigua. Wow. Yeah, I know a few people from Antigua. That's what's um, up. From. Us being people of color, like we usually know everybody. Like, and besides, like the way America is structured, America is like is it's like a melting pot where a lot sure. of different people come together and they all come together. Mm. Yeah, she said we independent. Yeah, they did gain the independence. Oh, independence. Okay, I'm yeah, talking about that. Yeah, they gained their independence. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's yeah. So like, I don't know. I feel like in today's world. It is hard to be a Christian, but it's not impossible. Mm. Just like anything else in life. Whatever you want to put your mind to, you could do it. That's right. It's the power of the mind. You got to understand that, like, whatever you put your mind to, you could achieve it. Like, a lot of people say that they're not ready to return back to church or return to give their full to God because they still have to fix themselves. How can you fix yourself when it's God that created you? Mm. How could you tell the master, wait, I need to adjust myself before I can return back to you? You when can't fix yourself. Only God can fix you. You gotta surrender, submit yourself to the Holy Spirit, and God will work with you bit by bit. You know what I'm saying? You know, it, it, it takes time to process, but little by little by little by little by little by little, the more you give to God, you give to God, you give to God, God will will will, will make you into a new creature, into a new being. Definitely. I think it's mostly a lot of bad habits that certain people are not ready to let go. Facts. Like, I feel like, yeah, it used to be a British... Um, territory. Yeah, I said that. Like, a lot of people, say, for example, they like to smoke weed. Like, they're like, yo, I like to smoke weed, blah, blah. At, at the end of the day, I just do it to make me calm. At the end of the day, like, I be stressed, so I smoke some weed and I just chill. Wow. At the same time, like, weed is an expensive drug. It's not cheap. And I know some people, like, they can't just smoke one one spliff a day. They got to smoke at least two, three, four spliffs a day. Mm. And if you're smoking at least, let's say you're smoking two, three spliffs a day, you buying, you spend at least $20 on a dub sack a day. Damn. And if you smoke with people, you're copping at least an eighth. So you're spending 40, 40 to $45 on weed a day. Mercy. So that money a day, you times that by five, that's over $200 that you could have put towards something else. That's true. But instead you spend on weed and you getting high basically because it's easy to hide your problems behind the smoke. But once the smoke clear, you got to deal with those issues. That's true. Like the greatest high is to know that you don't have to be high in the same feeling that you get when you're high, you could get when you're sober. That's true. But a lot of people, they're like, no, 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 I don't want to deal with it. Just like I know a guy, like he's a recovering crack addict. So when he doesn't want to do crack, what he does, he gets drunk. So he's just substituting one for another. I wow. feel like we all deal with those things. Wow. Wow. I Shout out to Miss Charmaine. She says she knows some nice Haitian people. In and the everything island. Else. Okay, okay. Respect, respect, respect. Yeah. Continue. Wow. So, like, I feel like that's one of the biggest issues. Like, they don't want to let go. Like, some people, like, oh, 
how you could get married, like, so what? You trap yourself to just one woman? What's the what's the problem with being with one woman? There's I, a joy in that, man. Yeah, and at the end of the day, like, how much women you gonna have? Like, you gonna sleep with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, it's nine mercy. women? Then if you do, then what? Like, after a while, it's all gonna be the same after a while. Exactly. And then you're gonna look at yourself in the mirror. Hopefully, you don't catch nothing. Hopefully, you don't have multiple children mm. out of wedlock and get hit with child support. My God. But... It's always cheaper to be in one situation. You protect yourself. Mm. But that's, that's true. There's a lot of bad habits that people's not ready to let go. What that's you think? Like, why do you think people? Why? Why do you think it's so hard for people to let go of bad habits? I think it's um. There's numerous factors. There's this pride. There's stubbornness. Um, there's also um, not seeking help, not seeking guidance. That's that's. The, the, the main reason so pride stubbornness not seeking for advice not seeking, not seeking for, 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 for guidance and also to being ashamed so th those are the various factors remember what Christ said he said deny thyself and pick up the cross if you want to follow me that's true and you see how much people like they they turned the other way when he said that and if you could apply that bye Charmaine take care and if you could apply that to today's world, like a lot of people, you gotta deny thyself. Like you gotta be like, okay, I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do the things that make me happy, but I'm gonna do the things that God said is right. That's right. And a lot of people are not able to do that. When you pick up the cross, you're gonna be crucified. It was never easy to be a Christian. Never in history was it easy to be a Christian. Never was it the easiest thing to do. Shout out to my boy Menace. What's good, bro? It was never the easiest thing to be a Christian. Never was it. Like, we was always persecuted, we was always ridiculed, we was always made fun of, and we was always killed. Maybe it's not like that in America anymore, but at the same time, it's almost like the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember when I was working overnight at, at the store, and he wanted me to work on Friday nights. And I tried to explain to the lady, I can't work Friday nights because that's my Sabbath. I go to church on, on Saturdays. She looked at me like, you go to church? I'm like, yeah, I go to church. She's wow. like, it's like, it's like, she's like, she's like, stop lying. I'm like, how am I lying? I go to church. I go to church every Saturday. She's like, okay, bring a letter then from your church. I'm like, really? I'm like, okay. But I had to bring the letter to her to let her know because I felt like if I didn't respect myself, I didn't respect my religion, she would not have respected it because at the end of the day, she's trying to test my faith. A lot of people, yeah, we're gonna be here at the same time every day. Around, every Monday. And, every and, Monday. And, and, and if there's any questions you guys wanna ask us, ask us while we're talking as well, too. Uh -huh. Continue, yeah. bro. Uh -huh. So, like, if you don't respect your faith and you're not solid on your faith, you're gonna get tested. We get tested on our faith oh, bro, every day, me. whether or not we recognize it or not, we're being tested on That's our true. faith based on the people that we hang with, the places that we go, the things that we do, That's how true. we display ourselves. That's true. And it's most of the time when we think no one is watching because God is always watching us. But people's watching, bro. Yeah, people are watching. Because, because we are walking billboards represent the gospel for Christ. Definitely, that's true. Especially us right now. We got our limbs on us because we put ourselves out there. That's true. So we're being judged. Yeah. Like, look at these two. Let's see what they do next. <laughs> that's real. Like, That's so you want to be famous, huh? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you be, maybe that's the reason why. Hold up. We need a, a, a woman host. Who's going to be down a co-host? We need a woman. We, need, we, need one, we want a woman's perspective. We've been asking sisters. We've been asking certain, you know, there's only been two people who already came so far, so we're going to salute them. But we need more people. I, I hope it's, it's not because, because the lens, the people's watching. You feel me? We need... Participants, we need you guys to be down. What's up? What's good? Yeah, stop saying that you're not ready, or you're camera shy, or this other stuff that y'all saying. Because like you know, just you know, we're just here to speak the truth. That's say right. How we feel, talk to the people. That's right. You know, speak to you guys. You know, right. you guys right. tell us how you feel and everything else. You you basically tell us what you want us to talk about, and we speak to you, the people. You're you're more important than anything and everything else. Wow! Because without your love and support, we are nothing. We're just two regular dudes behind a camera. But it's, it's because of your views and your love and support that we're here. Again, I, I, I want to ask you a question. How you feel about the the the, the, the Jay Z album that dealt with the OJ story? How you felt about that? I feel like on that album, Jay Z touched a lot of subjects. Okay, like what? Perfect example. I'm a dark-skinned brother and you a light-skinned brother. Yeah. Okay. 
Me growing up, Ducks, and I was always called Monkey Boy, wow. Blackface, Damn, um, Tar Baby, Reckless. Um, what, what else I was called? It, it, it's by white people? By black people. Black people like me. Yo, that's no, that's black ass. I don't vouch for that. Blackie. I don't vouch for that. Um, <laughs> rat face. All types of stuff, bro. Yo, whoever said that, I don't for, vouch for that. For being dark skin, bro. <laughs> back then, dark skin was like. That's back then. Dark skin was like a curse almost because the That's darker you reckless. are, like I, as soon as you're dark, they automatically, I guess they automatically say, oh, dark, and they put ugly together, like dark, ugly, light skin is beautiful. My mom is dark skin. That's reckless. Like that's, that's, that was the narrative. Now it's cool to be a dark skin dude. Now it's like. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why do you think it's that? Like, why do you think it's that? I don't know. I guess because <laughs> like dark skin started winning. I don't know. Like. Like Tyrese was up, <laughs> it, was, it was a couple dark skin dudes yeah. who came up. Eddie Murphy came up. Um, Dave Chappelle, Charlie Murphy, rest in peace. Le, LeBron James, like Chris Rock. Yeah, yeah dark skin dudes started winning, and, and the R and B light skin dudes like they faded away. Chris oh. Brown was smacking girls, so he fell off. Like like light skin dudes was wilding until until, until Steph Curry came back. That's true. That's true. And he put light skin dudes back on the map. Him and Drake, they came. They that's they started true. winning again. That's but, true. Wow. Oh, different. What about you? How was it grow, growing up like Um, For me, I, I really didn't really experience... Um, well, the thing is that for me, I... I like, okay, growing you know, we, we, you know, we're Haitian and stuff like that. So growing up, I didn't really get picked on um, um, being, you know, um, African-American, being a light-skinned. But I always got surprises in regards to, like, when people would ask me, what's my, nation what's my nationality, Haitian? I would get. That's not true. You 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 couldn't be Haitian. You you, you don't speak. Whatever. So I would get everything else but Haitian. So my problem was with when every time I would talk to people, be like, "Oh, bro, you don't look Haitian. You don't talk Haitian." I'm like, "Yo, what does a Haitian look like?" Right. So that was really the problem that I had growing up that people could not accept. That I was Haitian based on the way that I look, you know what I'm saying, and that was really the problem that I usually that I usually got. I mean, I didn't get really picked on for the color of my skin, but the Haitian thing, it was like, yo, there's no such thing as a handsome Haitian. There's no such thing as a good-looking Haitian, and that was really the problem that I really, I, I, I really didn't face. So that's why the reason why I started something called Haitians Are Beautiful. I always post pictures. Of, of how Haiti is is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful people, and black people are beautiful people. You know what I'm saying? So that that's real. But um, going back to the story, or did you said that you feel like he touched on a couple of things, like what he touched on 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 that. Yeah, he touched on that. He touched on black wealth. Yeah. Um, passing down, I guess, passing down money to to your children. Like I remember one time I worked at a law firm, right? Mm. And the lawyer I worked for, she worked on wills and estates. Wow. And so I used to see the bank statements of of the estates, and this guy he had like three kids. By the time a kid turned twenty five, the kid had six figures in their bank account. Oh my god! It was one like the oldest kid. He had one hundred seventy five thousand in their bank account. The kid after that had one hundred twenty eight thousand. The youngest one had seventy five thousand in a bank account, and there was only thirteen. Blacks can't do that. They can't. It's like like I was saying back to before the dude who was selling crack. He had twenty thousand dollars in his pocket. He could have bought the brownstone for fifteen thousand. Still had five thousand left, and that brownstone would have been worth two point five today. It's like when I was young, I was seventeen. I told my friends, "Yo, let's get this money. Like we're gonna work McDonald's, we're gonna boost clothes, we're gonna get this money." And so by the time we we all hit twenty thousand, like collectively, if we hit twenty thousand together, we could buy our first house, then rent it out. Still live in our parents' house and make residual income off the house and make a profit at least three thousand dollars a month off the house. Wow. Then once we get that house, we could buy another house. So by the time we thirty, we could become millionaires. They looked at me like I was crazy. Nah, they bugging. I'm I'm down for that. They was like they was like, yo, you're crazy. The second time when I cashed out after, cause I was injured, I cashed out. Second time, I was like, yo, I came to I came to a family member. I was like, yo, let's go buy a house together. Wow. We could put that. Into business and make more money. They was like, nah, I don't want to do that right now. I'm on something else. I'm like, damn. 
Because at the end of the day, you need a co-signer. You need to, at least two people to buy a house. It's hard for one person to buy a house by himself because you're taking a six-figure loan out. So it's like, now I look back at it like I've been had that mind state. But how much people of that mind have that mind state? It's like the same thing Jay-Z saying. People's claiming blocks saying that this they block, they're ready to die for a block that their mother's renting the apartment on. Mm. Like, your, your mom and your pops don't even own a building on that block and you claim it to be your block. You over there selling drugs, but why don't you take the drug money and buy back the block and buy a building on that block? I know a dude who, who was able to buy a laundry mat back in the 80s for $10,000 and he didn't buy that laundry mat. Wow. And, and he was going to get free rent for two years wow. if he would have bought the laundry mat because the dude was selling him the laundry mat was sleeping with the woman that owned the building. Wow. And she was going to give him rent for two years for free as long as he bought the house. Wow. I mean, as long as he bought the laundry mat. Wow. He would have been set right now. Wow. I'm on that timing, man. I, I'm on that timing, bro. Yeah. But Jay-Z said it best. He said, I could have bought... I could have bought... I, I could have bought a building in Dumbo for $2.5 million. That's worth $25 million today. How I'm feeling? Dumbo. Wow. I'm feeling dumb. Mm. And it's the same thing with us today. Facts. Like a lot of us, it's like black people don't want to get money together. Black people would rather get money and throw it in the club, throw it at strippers, than to get money and buy something with their homie. Like they look like, oh, I don't trust him. They probably going to cheat me. They probably going to steal me. They probably going to do this. Which is true, some people do rob you. Like, some people do rob you, some people do steal, but there's some good people too that you could get into business with and you can make some money. Like, for black men, it's hard for them to come together and buy things together. You see how when Jews, like, they buy buildings and they come together, and it's like, they got like... Can't you go show how, how much, let's say, let's say, let's say, mm. if, if I wanted to buy a building with you or buy a spot, how much would we have to put together? It would depend on your credit and it would depend on on the price of the building. Technically, like you only gotta put down one percent if your credit is good and you're a first time buyer. Word? Yeah. Like how much are you talking about? So if you buy something for four hundred thousand, you will need like like forty thousand dollars to put okay. down. Okay, okay. Yeah, that and, be... and and basically and you're getting and we're getting like how much? So 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 so, so, so okay, would you wanna like rent an apartment or house to someone? How would you well, apartment buildings cost more, so it'd be oh, cheaper to buy like a multi-layer family house okay. and then you rent out the. I'm gonna break it down for you this way, right? You could buy a, say for example, you buy a five hundred thousand dollar house. You put twenty thousand dollars down. You mortgage out the house. The mortgage is two thousand dollars a month. You could rent out an apartment in that house for two thousand dollars, and that apartment pays the mortgage, and then the other apartment, the two thousand, you pocket it. You understand? Mm. And if you Haitian, you want to get really Haitian, you 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 get out the basement, you clean the basement, you you turn rooms and make illegal money and put that in your pocket. Tax-free money. Wow. We're gonna talk after a while. This was my wow is crazy. Yeah, that's why Jay Z said I'm trying to give you a million dollar game for nine ninety-five. <laughs> <laughs> they don't hear it though. That's red. That's real, Russ Will. Wow. That's real. That's 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 the way. See, wow. Yeah. And he was saying OJ because OJ was like he's not black, he's OJ. Yeah. And they were saying basically certain black men don't think that they're black until they put into a situation where they're reminding of their blackness. That's true. A perfect example would be Tiger Woods. Yeah. Where Tiger Woods is like, I'm not black, I'm not black, I'm not black. But you see how every time he got into trouble, he was reminded how black he really was. That's true. What, 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 why, why do you think is that? You think it's, 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 it's the money that gets to them? It's the fame that gets to them? It's, it's the disconnect. The disconnect. Basically, they feel like, they feel like okay, um, I reached a social, I, I reached, I reached a certain social status. I make a certain amount of money. I live in a certain neighborhood. I, I, I work for a certain company. I work with certain people. I'm no longer this person, so I don't identify with them anymore. And when they I, and when they don't identify with them, who is there to defend them? If you turn your back on a black community and the white community, they never accepted you. When you're in trouble, who's gonna have your back? That's real. And you see OJ, the black community had his back. They, and they showed with the OJ system. After the fact, he got caught up um, with the uh, with the Nicole and yeah, yeah, because it showed how divided America really was. Because yeah. the majority of people that wanted him to be found guilty 
were white. Majority of people that wanted him to find innocent were black. Were black. Mm -hmm. Then he got set up again, and then he ended up back in jail. That's facts. Same thing with Bill Cosby. When they wanted to How do you feel about that situation? I feel like it's a mixture of both. I mean, because for all those years, right? If he did rape all those women, he did all these things for all these years. Why now? Why you all come out all of a sudden right now? And the woman that actually took him to trial, he, he already paid her off. And he had a sexual relationship. Like, she kept calling him. She kept coming by his house. They had sex multiple times. If someone rapes you, you're not going to keep having sex with them out of your own free will. Unless you had sex with them and it was that good, where you like, okay, I'm strung out. Like, facts, facts. It doesn't make sense. You understand? But but I heard it was was because of the mere fact that he was gonna buy um NBC. I think NBC. Yeah, they said that he was about to buy the network, and they wanted to, to like dirty his image. Basically, wow. he was he was acquitted. Like it was a it was a hung jury. He was acquitted, and what they said that they they might retrial him, but he already settled with the woman out of court years ago. Damn. Yeah, I don't. I don't put it past him that he was giving them pills to have sex with them, but I don't think he raped them. It's the same thing when we was young. When we was about to sleep with a girl, what would we do? We would either smoke or drink with them right before, you know? I feel like... I don't know about that. I wouldn't say that's regular, but that's what... I'm saying, like, that's what the average dude do. They, wow. they call it the get right. Like, you know, you... Majority of these kids that sleeping with girls, that's what they do. They bring them to the crib, they buy either a bottle or weed, some both. And then they go in, wow. in the room or they go in the hotel and that's what they do. Wow, that's real. They drink, they smoke, then they have sex. That's the same thing older people do. Like, they just don't drink regular alcohol no more. They drink wine. The that's guy true. might smoke a cigar. The woman might smoke a cigarette if she's into that. That's true. Or they sip their wine behind a fire, school wow. jazz playing in the background. He probably slipped a pill. They had sex. Okay. Wow. Like, so basically, they, 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 the intention is for them to tarnish his image, to tarnish his legacy, and that's crazy, man. That's if, you, if you look at it, Bill Cosby was the only, the Cosby show was the only good example of a black family that we had on TV. I used a successful black family where he was a doctor, his wife was a lawyer, they, would, they, they lived in a nice building, and they were doing good. And now they tarnish that image. Who do we have left? That's true. I think blackish. <laughs> is it blackish? <laughs> no, I'm saying, which, which black role model do we have left? We have Barack. I guess. But does Barack stand for the black man? Nah. Because when all the black men were dying, and he's a black man, what did he say? He's, he said things, but he was... You know, you know, you know, the, the 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 presidency is is a situation where you're not really the man, really the man, man. There's people in the background that's really running the show. I feel like he wanted to say what he. I feel like he wanted to do more, but he was boxed in himself, so he couldn't do what he really wanted to do. That's what I feel. So let me ask you a question, right? Yeah. Why, when Hispanic people got issues, they go for? Hispanic Spanish rights. Why when gay people got issues they go for gay rights? Why when Jewish people got issues they go for Jewish and Hasidic rights? When blacks got issues they go for civil rights? That's a very good question. I'm just thinking man. You're making me think. Yeah, I don't know man. You're making me think bro. <laughs> like why? No, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. Those are profound questions. Those are real, real questions. Okay, why when black men are getting killed they start a movement called Black Lives Matter, and to counter that, they call it a terrorist group, and they say all lives matter. <laughs> wow. Of course, all lives matter, but it's our lives that's being taken. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yo, this guy is, is, is why it's got me thinking, bro. Wow. That's true. Wow. They're threatened by the black man, man. There's something special about the black man that that they want, you know. We're very special, and they want to take that. That's that's what it is. That's real. That's real. That's real, boy. So, what do you think is something that we could do to combat that? I think what we need to start doing is um, we need to start buying property. I think we need to start doing that. But in order to buy property, we gotta first clear up our credit. A lot of black people don't got credit. A lot of 
You know what messed up a lot of black people's credit, the credit card scams, mm-hmm. when they told you let them drop $5,000 or $10,000 or $2,000 into your bank account, they're going to give you only 500 They take 15000 they take two, three, two, two, three thousand. 3000 You guys who all did that, y'all suckers, because y'all messed up y'all credits <laughs> for a long time. Like, y'all suckers for like 600 5000 I mean $500 to $1,000. You guys are suckers. Okay, like, so how, how does how can one person find out if their credit is good or bad? You go to freecreditreport.com. Okay, okay. Shout out, like send send that sponsorship. Okay, so freecreditreport.com. Yeah. And if you do that, you find you type your name, your, your social, social security, security, and then you and get your credit score. Okay. It's, easy, it's light work. Okay, okay. And then you see your credit score, and based on your credit, it depends on like what you what you qualify for, and what what you're able to buy, and what you can't buy, because everything now is bought on credit. Because depending on your credit, you can't rent a house, you can't get a car, you can't get a house, wow. you can't buy a house sometimes. Like, everybody runs your credit. Everybody runs your credit. I mean, if, credit is better than cash right now, you know? Yeah, of course, of yeah, course, of course. better than cash so you, right now. You said to find your credit, you go to credit score? Freecreditreport.com. Freecreditreport.com. I'm going to check my credit right oh, now. Credit karma. Credit karma. Credit, credit karma. Yeah. I'll check that out right now, boy. See what's up! Wow. Yeah. And and th- this is right here. It's it's free. Check your friend. Free credit score. Which one is it? This one. Yeah. And creditkarma.com. You 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 can check your credit score. You can file your taxes. You can do all kind of things. It's good to know your credit score. That way, like, I want all you guys to have economical freedom, financial freedom. Like, take a finance literacy class like take financial counseling learn how to balance your budget learn how to make money because you don't want to be renting someone's house for the rest of your life like you want a backyard for your kid you want a front yard to park your car you want to live good at the end of the day. you want to go on vacations and live life good mm. like don't look outside and see two blocks and think that's what it is and don't be renting a house on the block and saying that it's your block and, and if you live in the projects, that's not your hood. That's owned by the New York City Housing <laughs> Authority. Like, it's not yours. Yeah. Like, people need to understand that. Like, it's, not going. It's, yeah. it's, it's almost like they're confused. They're confused. It's like, no, like, people could put you out at any minute. Like, you don't own that. Your pops don't own that. Your mother don't own that. That's your grandfather true. don't own that. It's That's being true. borrowed to you. The thing about our people is we too comfortable Borrowing stuff from people instead of owning. That's always been the black man's issue. Check my credit score. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. And what, okay, what is the lowest credit score? Like the, the lowest would be like five something. As long as you're above seven, then you're good. If you like six and some change, then you if, if, if you're above what? Up. If you're above if you're above seven, you're good. Okay. If you're above. Anything above six eighty is good. Anything below six fifty is bad. Mm. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm listening, boy. So yeah, guys, like. We're not only here to preach to you. We're not only here to ask you f- to donate money to our, to, to our fundraiser. We're we here to, to help. Educate. Wow. We're always trying to educate a black man. Because at the end of the day, like, people could look at me and be like, oh, yeah, you doing good. Uh, uh. Like I said, when I was 17, I tried to put you guys onto game. <laughs> y'all all fell off. It's not like I was like, oh, I'm going to do this by myself, this and that. Like, y'all was all running around. I remember when dudes was coming home doing the same stuff that I was doing four years ago. I was trying to put them onto game. Nobody listened. A bunch of y'all came to some smooth-talking a- African or some dude on Church Avenue talking about, yo, I can make you some bread. I, I can flip 5000 or 10000 Y'all fell for it like a bunch of suckers. And look, y'all lost money. Y'all got scammed. Y'all credit is messed up. Y'all can't buy a car. Y'all can't rent a crib. I can't do nothing. Like, look at you. You feel wild, dumb right now. Like, when you could have just went to work, went to school, got a good job, Got a degree and live clean. You wouldn't have to worry about none of this stuff. A lot of you, like, y'all taking the wrong kind of risk. You don't got to be doing those kind of things to live good. At the end of the day, if you stay in school, you do your little part-time job, you graduate, you'll be all right. You'll be okay. You don't got to live life to, like, other people's standards. Like, just work on yours because you don't know what that other person's sacrificing to live that life. But at the same time, we believe in the higher power and God said... Action it shall be given unto you. As long as you are faithful, you keep his covenant, you keep his commandments, he's gonna bless you. It's all gonna come to you in abundance. But you gotta live good. You can't be trying to rob and steal and live life quick and you think you're gonna be living good. That's not gonna happen. A lot of too much people is trying to live like they trying to live good overnight. And that's why a lot of us suffer. Mm. What you think? That's real, bro. I mean I'm just listening, boy. 
Or oh, your sister's online too? So. No, it's my mom. Oh, uh, what's up, mommy? <laughs> yeah, man. But basically, like, try to get your credit score, stay in school, graduate from college, like, do good by your family, stay in church, like, stay off the block. You don't got to be on the block all day, especially a block sure. that you ran your crib from. Like, that's not your block. Like, you don't own that. Like, invest your money wisely. Buy a house so that you could own property, something that you could pass on to your child with substance, something that could build equity that you can make money off of. Don't think negatively. If you see someone doing good, like, either join them or give praise to that person. Do not send the negative like the negative hate, don't hate on that person, don't speak negative about that person. Like, we need to come together, team, together, everyone achieves more. If we all work together, we'll always achieve more. Like, take this show for example. Me and Brother Sanders are working together and we work on the show. We have viewers, we could touch the people, we could talk to them, and we'll reach a bigger and better goal. Like mm. we could just close out here. That's real, that's real, bro, that's real. I'm, I'm definitely checking out this thing, I didn't even know. Um, this thing right here, man. Yeah, but the Sanders over here checking his credit score. Yeah, bro. Yeah, because I wanna, I wanna, I really wanna really make a difference in regards to, you know, buying property, um, making money with my brothers and making money with my sisters who don't think stupid, who, who don't have the Willie Lynch mindset. So I'm, I'm with that, one hundred percent. And um, like I wanna also remind you guys too, is. We are going to have this diaper drive, 30,000 boxes, 220 in every box, size one through six. We're gonna be giving out to the mothers in the community, in the in the homeless shelters, in the family shelters, in the projects. We're gonna let the people in the community know that we're here, we, we're here with you, we support you. So give what you can. And when we get the bread too, we also want people to participate because we need an army of people to go out there and give flyers and let people know, listen, we're giving out free diapers. We want to, that's what we want. We want your help and we want your assistance. So much love to you guys. Wow. Yeah, because at the end of the day, there's a lot of people talking, Science. but they're not putting into motion all the things that we're doing. You see, that's true. we started this like about a month ago. And look mm -hmm. at all the viewers. Look at all the support. You know, shout out to everybody that donated so far. We've raised over five hundred dollars so far. That's true. That's gonna go towards the single mothers. We're gonna buy the diapers. So we're gonna start right right now we planting the seeds to start a revolution. That's true. A revolution. Because if you look at it, a lot of people like a lot of leaders are not even doing this. Facts. Like church leaders that have higher positions than us that could do it. They're not really doing it at all. Mm, so why do you think that is? Oh, oh, what, what I think of, of what? Of, of the leaders? The, the leaders that could really help people. Why do you think they're not doing it? Because they're selfish. Because they have personal agendas, man. In all honesty, that's the reason why. They're selfish and they have their own agendas. They're not about their people. They're about only the dollar. Themselves. I'm not, I'm not against us making money. You know what I'm saying? I'm not against preachers making money. But I feel like we have to first... Build the people as well. Make your money, but also create wealth the way the um, the the rabbis do, and and the imams do for the Muslims. You know, we need to build our people. You know, create investors, create wealth makers, create um, builders, create um, um, businessmen. That's what we need. That's what we need yeah. as a people. So I agree with you, a hundred percent on that, my man. I feel like if we unify, like a perfect example, if we unify, you see how when the Jews, they have a church, their, 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 their people in church is giving contributions, they're building hospitals, they're building schools, they all live in a neighborhood together. We don't have that kind of connection, you understand? Yeah. Like even us, like there's, do you know of any Adventist hospitals? Um, yes, there is. Which one? Um, there's a lot. There's Loma Linda. Um, there is um, a lot of Adventist um, hospitals. Like, yeah, there's a lot of Adventist hospitals. That's one thing we're known for. In New York? I don't think we have one in New York, no. Mm -hmm. But we have, in, um, there's a lot. I mean, I could Google for you right now. What about the schools? Like, I know that there's a... There's a lot of Adventist schools. Um, she said Florida hospital. hospital. Yeah. Oh, what's good, Cheryl? Yo, this is the girl that I was telling you about. <laughs> this is the girl that I was telling you about. 
for 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 uh, to be part of the show. She needs to stop playing games. Get on her, bro. She needs to be part of the show. Yeah, Miss Cheryl Wilson, <laughs> how you doing? Um, Brother Sanders was telling me that he wanted you to be a guest on the show, but then I don't know what happened with that. Yeah, we but, don't know what happened in that. But thank you for viewing. She said straight pointing at me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am pointing at you because you're playing games. This guy's official. Um, there's a lot of, uh, of, I don't know if there's anyone in New York, but I just, I just Googled it just now. But they, the point that I'm trying to make is this. Yep. I feel like us as a people, we need to unify and we all need to step up. That's true. I feel like we all need to step up. That's true. Like it all. Once we start talking about it, then we could put it into action. And once we put it into action, then we could work together. Once we work together, then we'll accomplish a lot. That's fact. But someone has to start it, and we need to rally behind one another. That's we true. need solid leaders. Like we lack solid leaders within the black community at this point, and it's hurting us. That's true. All of our leaders that we had, they either sold out or they got killed. That's true. That's true. That's real. That's real. I'm looking for my credit score because I, I I need to know, bro. I didn't even know about that. Yeah, man. So to close out, mm -hmm. if we thank you for watching the show, yes, we do, and we ask you to continue watching the show. If anyone wants to be a guest for our show or wants to come on the show or have anything that they want to talk about, you're always welcome. When I say everybody and anybody, I mean it. Yes, everybody and anybody, anybody. Please. We're here every Monday. We start 7.15, 7.30 time every Monday. Um, you could just come join us at the Brooklyn Central Library. Yes. So just come, support. We think everybody has been supporting our diaper drive. Like I said, we raised $500 so far, and we're going to keep pushing. Yes. August, we're gonna have the first diaper drive. We ask everybody to come out support. That's true. If we got singers, photographers, um, video cameraman, um, anyone who wants to perform at the diaper drive is welcome too. We're gonna make it beautiful. We're gonna even serve chicken. Cause I know people like chicken. Yeah, yeah definitely. Don't do that. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> gonna be food, right? Wow, definitely. Any final words, brother? Sanders? Man, listen, man. Today, I really, really was inspired today by our brother. Um, he really taught me a lot. Uh, I'm here checking my credit score, uh, which is very essential. Guys, check your credit score. Find out, you know, start renting apartments. Start renting buildings. Like, let's be entrepreneurs. Let's not just talk about it. Let's be about it. Like, and if you got friends, come together. Your friends will be your best business partners. What's yes. better than having business with your own friends? You know, That's look true. at LeBron. He did it. Look at Jay-Z. He did it. Why can't we be the black Jews? Like, be who you really are meant to be. Yes. Stop being cowards. That's Let's true. close out. <laughs> Brother Sanders, pray so we close out. Father God, we thank you once more again for just reminding us who we need to be, that we call to be the head and not the tail above and not beneath. Strengthen us and keep us in your presence. Help us to be more like you in all our, in our endeavors. In your name we do pray. Amen. Amen. we see you next week. Thank you for the and support. And Cheryl, come through next week. Yo, stop playing games. We, we need a, a girl host. Mm -hmm.